make it to 2024, go to bed early. End of story. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> This week on the pod, y'all, we're talking about what we're doing for 2023. We've all got some hot opinions, so let's go. Who wants to get going? Who's already done their 2023 planning, Michelle? Well, (laughs) I have. Okay. I actually, look, I got a plan, y'all. You know, I got a few plans. (laughs) And a bunch of planners and all the other stuff. Okay. So um, hmm. I spent some time kind of figuring out what I wanted to do. I revisited stuff and then I was like, hmm, okay, what worked? And now, now I'm like, all right, now let's go ahead and see what we're going to do. So the plan, the plan, uh, the main plan is to figure out all of my pillar content that I want to put out, figure out when they're going to happen, which I kind of, pretty much laid those out already and then figure out how to backfill and lead to said pillar. Um, I'm a bit more organized. And the one thing that I did learn from last year was how, what I did last year, how it worked. So I'm hoping it'll, you know, that lightning will be in a bottle again. However, I'm going to have a whole lot more thunder, hopefully, to be able to push through everything. So every quarter I'm going to have some form of a blitz where I'm doing something every day, some sort of a challenge or something like that. And then backfill what I'm going to be doing weekly. I already pretty much have some of those things laid out and the themes for each month. I kind of also want to get back into some of the things that I was doing before when I had my second channel, because I kind of want to revive that in the process. And because I really love the things that I did on that channel and my community there, they've been sending me messages saying, Hey, where have you been? We don't know where you are. How you, how you doing? So I plan to, you know, get the paddles and clear and then, you know, you know, resurrect that one because that that channel actually has more subscribers than the one that I'm growing. And so I want to get back to that and try to see where I'm going with that. So lots of planning happening, lots of Trello boards being created. As a matter of fact, I made another Trello board today. And, um, and then figuring out how the distribution of all of that will happen as well. Um, the other thing that for me, um, that I'm not going to fall into this trap that I did before where I'm scrambling at the last minute trying to do something, that kind of stress, I cannot deal with. I cannot. So ergo planning um, so that I could be so far ahead that I have a little breathing room and it doesn't feel like, oh my goodness, I'm going to shit a brick if I have to go like try to figure something out, you know? So um, so yeah, so that's kind of what I've what I've been up to. I've been writing feverishly into my brand new planner. Oh, which also affiliate stuff. I'm going to be um, going hard on affiliate stuff and kind of filling in um, filling in the gaps because you know we got what 52 weeks. We got 52 weeks to plan for, and so I already pretty much know how what I'm going to do for Black Friday. I already know what I'm going to be doing on every full moon. Cause that was a thing on my other channel. You know, we, I did moonlight madness and 
you know, trying to figure out ways to assimilate what I was doing on my other channel and see how I could relate it to branding using some of those other things that's, you know, authentically me. Um, Yeah. And then, I don't know, it just, to me, it's like, oh, and I'm also going to launch an Etsy business too. So, you know, I got, I got, I got, I got plans. I got plans. I can't wait. That's cool. It sounds like you've got a lot of it figured out. What, what happens when, when curveballs hit, I mean, you should adjust or do you have backup plans or do you? Well, the backup plan is uh, to fall back if I need to, you know, um, I started to do this last year though, but I wasn't far enough ahead so that, you know, I could feel like I didn't have the pressure, right? The pressure comes when it's like, oh my goodness, uh, I know I'm going live on Sunday, but it's 3.30 on Sunday afternoon and I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Right. So, um, yeah, so um, we ain't doing that this year. <laughs> We're not doing that, okay? It's going to be already planned out. So I'm looking forward That's to that. That's cool. Who else? Anybody else got any, any big revelations for the next for the new year? I I think it's a, a the big learning for me was that randomization that that chaos um, is just not going to fly in 2023. Um, you know, I'm still going to have chaos. I, I can accept that, but um, I, I I feel you, Michelle. Uh, so many people text me on Thursday mornings. What are we cooking tonight? I don't know. <laughs> and I need to stop not knowing. Um, but I know that this is secondary to the corporate job. So I can't be really tied to a strict, this is what I'm absolutely doing this week. And, you know, sometimes I don't make it to the grocery store. So um, having a very tight schedule isn't necessarily going to work for me. So what I'm looking at is ensuring that I know what my content pillars are, uh, the cooking, the gardening, behind the scenes, and home place stuff. And then um, I'm trying to figure out how to do um, probably 60% of nurturing the existing audience, 30% search-driven, so it would be growth-oriented, and then um, probably 10% that would be selling in some way, shape, or form. And then... I'm going to plan for the big stuff. So I should know by October what my Christmas week stream is going to be about or that content for that week. You know, um, by by January 1st, I should decide if I'm going to do anything specific for Super Bowl, that kind of thing. So the bigs, I want to plan for those. Um, and then the other goal that I, I'm thinking about how I'm going to do is is monetization. I, I need to to make more than $5 on content creation in 2023. So um, how much? I don't know. I, I do want to put a goal because I think it's too easy to just not do anything, but I also don't have control over, you know, a number that happens. So I'm, I'm a bit torn on that. I, I want a goal because without one, I'm not striving for anything, but with one, I need to not sit back on my laurels if I hit it and not beat myself up if I don't. 
So that's going to be a fine balance as I come into to 2023 is deciding what that number is going to be. Yeah. Ahead. For me, the, um, uh, the 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 content plan that I've sort of mapped out by the end of the first quarter, I want that to just be second nature. That it's just you know it's all all populated and filling out like months in advance. Um, so at the moment, I'm in the process of you know I've got my podcast obviously all recorded till going through till mid February at this point. Um, so there's the other content that I need to do in in terms of getting that all done. That's going to be next week and the first couple of weeks in January to st- start creating all of that to uh, so that I've got that big buffer. But then there's going to be the sort of pivot in 2023 to uh, more of a subscription model to my courses. Um, I've got another ten, actually twelve courses now mapped out. Um, it would be nice to think that I could be releasing one of those a month. So that that's giving a lot of incentive for people who are on a subscription model. Um, but uh, likely, I might get seven out in the year, <laughs> if, if I'm honest. Um, so I haven't set a target of, uh, you know, a course a month or anything like that. Uh, but making that sort of pivot to that, uh, that model is going to be uh, is going to be like a top priority. But actually getting the content plan sorted out and all of the scheduling of stuff. Um, the whole reason for doing that is so that I have got more clear time because I find with creating the course content, uh, mapping it out and all that kind of stuff I can do here and there in batches. Uh, but when it comes to actually creating the series of videos, I am far more productive at creating a course where I literally just sit down and make the course in like a few days. I mean, the, the Ecamm course, I sat down and it took me, I guess, about 10, 10 days uh, with a weekend off in the middle <laughs> to actually sit down and record it, um, record it all. So that's the best way that I find to make the courses. Otherwise, I kind of forget the thread of where I was up to or things that I referenced previously. Um, and I suppose that, that comes down to um, I should probably document the videos more than I do in for, yeah. like, for my, my own purposes. But it's just by the nature of the way that I do it. I have a plan of overall what the, the, the topics are going to be. Uh, and then I just go through all the videos one after another. Um, and I don't have like a call, an outline of the video, for example. So I need to have it all fresh in my mind to make the thing as one complete cohesive uh, package. Basically. I know this hasn't happened to you a lot yet because those courses are still pretty new, but how much work do you anticipate having to do when they release new versions? Like we know, I know we're running this beta now that's eventually going to be live and you'll have to redo that course. So Ecamm, yeah, um, I'm actually thinking of uh, completely redoing the Ecamm course uh, because oh. it is almost easier to go and do that. And there's other things now that I would want to add into it as well. Um, so for example, there's a whole section in there on uh, audio setup and things like that. And I talked about my audio setup at the time. Now I will talk about my current setup because it's changed a lot and the way that I'm doing things has changed. Things has changed. Um, yeah. I'll also put in more leads into other course content, bearing in mind now that it's going to be on a... I will still have them as standalone courses that people can buy, but if they are on a subscription model, then I want to lead through to other specific courses. So if I talk about audio in the Roadcaster, sorry, Roadcaster in the audio section of the Ecamm course, uh, then I want to have that link in to say... And there's also the Rocaster course, which you've got access to as part of the subscription. So making those links so that all of the all of the courses, they're all kind of interlinked. They all make sense as one big uh, thing. And so making sure I've got those links in. So uh, I'm in the process of updating a lot of my Zoom stuff at the moment, as it is. Um, so that's all intended to be the, the same thing. I, I want the, it to ultimately just be one massive big uh, big thing. There was a, I forget who it was that uh, Keeley posted a link to the way that they were structuring things. Um, uh, I forget exactly who it was now, but the creator who did that, where they were creating sort of learning paths for people as well. I really like that idea where you've got multiple different courses where someone comes in with a particular goal in mind. Um, you know, if they want to use 
all the stuff that I talk about on my channel for business, um, then, well, maybe they don't need to, you know, learn about YouTube. I've got a YouTube course that I'll be making, like a mini course about that. Maybe they're not interested in that one. So then there is a, a specific course path for people to go through. Whereas if people are into content creation specifically for YouTube, then maybe it's more like the Ecamm, the YouTube and the, you know, that side of stuff. Or if they're more into just business productivity, then the, you know, the productivity course that I'm doing uh, will feed into that one. So having these different paths for people to go through, I'm going to be thinking a lot more about how to structure that. Likely that will come in the sort of second half of the year or uh, just for the amount of time that I know I'm going to have to put into thinking about it with everything else I'm doing. I'm going to be focused on having a big body of content there first before I start figuring out individual paths for people and stuff like that. I also want to increase the number of ongoing coaching clients that I've got. So um, I've basically got three people at the moment that I'm working with on a you know, like an ongoing be- uh, basis that's you know out for months in advance that we've you know made an arrangement with how much time we spend and stuff like that. I really like that to have some sort of one-to-one time with people where you can see a clear uh, arc for people. And uh, sorry, my monitor just dropped out there. Uh, yeah, having a clear arc for people where you can uh, you can sort of help them along that that process. So I want to open up a couple more slots for that. Not too much because it, it obviously takes time. And when you're one-to-one rather than one-to-many, then it's not necessarily an effective use of your time. But I really do enjoy that, you know, helping people with a specific thing over a series of months and and helping them in that way. So yeah, opening up a few more slots for that and actually promoting it as a thing. Because up to now, it's just been, you know, by request, basically. But um, yeah, actually promoting that as a as a, a particular tier in my my offerings of, uh, you know, membership and so on. Cool. Sounds ambitious. What That's about so you, Keely? Cool. Well, I, I'm still in the process of nailing everything down, but this is what it's going to sort of look like for me. With FH Empire's, over the next year, I will be nailing down my course content for a three-level academy, which allows people to get what the equivalent is at most every national association. I think I now have the experience of understanding what people are trying to get their umpires to at the three main levels. There are commonalities, there's universal standards, and I'm going to have a educational curriculum that allows people to achieve those standards. And if I should be able to persuade some national associations to say, here, take this, you don't have to run your own anymore. Take this and your people on the ground can instead be working with your umpires to coach them, to assess them, to be there instead of running these courses. That's what FH umpires is for. That's happening over this next year. By September, I want to be able to walk in. There's a, there's a big annual conference that goes on in England and they're having a big like anniversary, blah, 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 celebration, inviting all the alumni like myself there. And I want to walk in September and be able to announce the first phase of the Web3 version of an FH Empires membership, which will be a token model. So that's long-term year planning for FH Empires. To support what I'm doing with that, I will need to continue with the consistency of the live streams as I have been doing, but I am going to be writing on Twitter and LinkedIn to support because now I'm looking to target not just individual umpires, but to actually go after more like a B2B model, which means I'm not looking at just, you know, people floating by on YouTube and wanting a question about umpiring answered 
that these are people who are looking for big solutions to big problems that FH Umpires is going to provide. With Discord for Creators, I am not going to be pursuing live streaming with that. I need to instead focus on short videos that are about three minutes long and writing on Twitter and LinkedIn. So, and, and Twitter is like Twitter, if it hasn't exploded, right. (laughs) And if Twitter explodes, then it's just LinkedIn. Like, let's get this, you know, clear. I understand what we're up against with that whole thing. So I am not putting my eggs all in the Twitter basket, but they're certainly going the LinkedIn basket because they're, they might be boring, but they're stable. They're still there. Yep. Anyway, so it's going to be a lot more turning to writing, which I think is actually going to be kind of cool because that's where my real skill set is. Video has been very, very much outside of my comfort zone for the last few years. And being able to get back to writing is going to be kind of fun. And that means that the, the first thing that I have to do in quarter one to support that. Um, and sorry, just to finish up with Discord for Creators, instead of thinking about how am I going to monetize, how am I going to monetize, run courses, run, blah, 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 blah. no, I'm just going to be establishing my authority and credibility in that and continue with that. That's where I am with that business. So let's not get ahead of ourselves. That's what I'm going to be doing. But in order to support all of that, I need to hire an editor. So if you are a person in the community who would like to work with a weirdo like me, and you love to video edit, get on the horn. Give me a call because I now understand that none of my objectives and goals can be met if I do not have that assistance and it has to happen now. So that's, yeah, that's where I'm at with 2023 planning and I'm going to go quarter by quarter other than what I've just said about FH Jumpers because I've got like a five-year plan for that stuff. That's different. Mm-hmm. I've been doing it for long enough. Yeah. Uh, planning for next year has already started for me in the sense that there is the healthcare um, company planning that I always have to do at the end of the year. It's just this this time it's, you know, figuring out what my future is and doing what I'm doing right now and how do I, how do I handle that? Part of that is... Um, coaching physicians on uh, starting telemedicine businesses. Um, part of that is helping a friend uh, start a telemedicine business. And then obviously just my day job. So those things are kind of important to me just in the fact that those are the things that pay for all the fun stuff that I get to do. Um, you know, I, I, I'm, I've still, they don't tell you this, but, uh, when you run for office, you've still got another three or four months of filing paperwork and uh, closing bank accounts and uh, other things involved. So there's that. And so I, you know, I have to focus on getting that closed out by mid-January. But other than that, you know, uh, once those things, you know, once the campaign's closed out, once uh, I get the initial planning done for the medicine thing, uh, then my, uh, you know, the worldview opens up for me and I'll have a lot more time. But, uh, and I think, you know, part of this is, you know, part of my mood right now is, you know, it's the holidays and I'm trying to get, you know, 
12 different things done that are family related to. So I'm just trying to keep my blood pressure low and take things one day at a time and get, you know, and I, you know, uh, my big thing today is I moved furniture and I take that as a win. So, so I'll, you know, I'm sure my head will be, I'm taking all next week off and I'm doing nothing but what I want to do. Keely, you mentioned a conference a minute ago. Is anybody else going to conferences? You got anything else going on travel-wise? I actually saw something today that I am so interested in. Um, Jasper is having a conference, and they have Where? the early tickets. It's in San Francisco, and it's on Ooh. Valentine's Day. So it's in oh, my birthday man. month. I know, right? <laughs> I know. Well, so you know, explain that to your spouse. So I'm going to a conference on Valentine's Day? Right. So anyway, um, yeah, so Jasper's having a conference. It's just a one-day conference, and um, they've got early bird tickets. Um, Let's see. I also want to go. I've always wanted to go to social media marketing world. But then all of that. Is that in March or April? It's somewhere around. It's close. I think so. I think so. I've always wanted to go there Um, so I can meet some of my some of, you know, just meet people and just, you know, just to be in the mix of things right. in social media marketing world. I've got an industry thing second week of January in Vegas. And then I've got another industry thing in Fort Worth, which is right down the street. Um, and then there's a few hit and miss, you know, hotel kind of events that are local to here that I'll do. But other than that, I mean, I haven't flown anywhere in so long. It's going to be fun. Oh, I just got back from Chicago. So, you know, in, in that event, it, they still claim it's like the second largest medical conference in the world, but there were 65,000 people there. And, um, you know, it's, it's always interesting. I've, this is like the 15th year I've, I've done this particular show. It rol- revolves around radiology. And, um, you know, I think that, you know, I got a couple of pieces of business out of it. One of those pieces of business just sent me the signed agreement this morning. Cool. So, yeah. Do you think that show, the numbers are back to where they were? No, no, absolutely not. And, and, and one of the things about it, it's, you know, it's the title is the radiologic society of North America, but the reality is it's a worldwide conference. Yeah. And, uh, people come in, doctors come in for training for CME, which is continuing medical education credits. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think that there are people and you would see people from all over the world, all different languages, all different. It, it was a you know cornucopia of different people. And it just, it's not back to that yet. And they're just, you know, there are just large swaths of the, of the world that are, are not traveling to the United States right now for one reason or another. And so the, you know, I've seen as many as 85,000 people at the show. And a lot of the people, a lot of the companies that display there use it as like an annual sales meeting. So, you know, GE or Fuji will bring in everybody from around the world to be at this particular show. And then afterward, they'll have meetings for a couple of days. So for, you know, it's, it's always fun. It's always interesting. I get to see my old friends, people that I used to work with, make some connections uh, people see that I'm still alive considering what happened to me in last October with the heart attack. 
you know, I more than one person walked up to me like, you're still alive. Yeah, I'm still alive. <laughs> um, Damn. But, uh, you know, it's it's fun to go, but at the same time, it's it's right after Thanksgiving. You yeah. we you have to fly out the Saturday of Thanksgiving weekend and you're you know, you're back Wednesday or Thursday, and that always falls on my wife's birthday. So there's other yeah. yeah. If you want to talk about Valentine's Day, I think I've missed in the twenty-four years I've been married to my wife, I think I've missed eighteen of her birthdays. Jeez. And I'm still married. So <laughs> there's that. But trade shows, trade shows, I just I think that they've you know, for the for the purposes of that one, it has a good infrastructure. It has a good history. There's a reason people go to it. The educational credits are very important. You get a mm-hmm. wide variety of people teaching different uh, techniques. But most of the ones I go to are worthless. You sit in a lobby of a hotel and wait for people to come out of classes, and it just you just don't you don't sell anything. Yeah. So I yeah. I'm I'm actually much happier in 2011. I traveled 250,000 miles and this year I think I've traveled 10,000. So I'm a happier person. I haven't been to a trade show to sell stuff uh, to people in a shoot hundred years, but cause I go as an attendee, as a customer and people are trying to sell me. So I love it because yeah. I'm getting wine and dine and people buying drinks and dinner and all that stuff. It's really, and you're learning a lot and you're meeting people you, you know, that you hope will help you out when the, when stuff shits the bed in March after you, you know, place a big order with them and they drop the ball or who knows what. So you right. try to make those well, kind of connections that will help. And it's very important that you meet people face to face. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. When, when, yeah. when stuff like that, I mean, that's, I mean, the, the people that signed this morning, um, you know, I got to sit with at a table for an hour and just talk to them. And I think that's really the reason the <laughs> fun part of the story is they had gone to one of my competitors booths that were around the corner from me. And had taken a business card from them. And at the very end of our meeting, one of the gentlemen got up, took the business card out, ripped that business card up and threw it away in my garbage when he said goodbye wow. to me. Right in front of your face. That's cool. Right in front of my face. And I'm <laughs> one of the other sales guys saw that and went, hey, there you go. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Before 2022, I was going to try to ramp up my content for that new thing I was starting. And because this current promo business was kind of, I don't want to say it was dying, but I could see that it was, it was not going to recover uh, a couple months into the year. I realized it is going to recover and it's actually fine. And we are this year now finally at pre 2020 numbers. So um, it's very encouraging. I think the content has helped a lot. Eh, I don't know that the numbers don't show that, but I'm, but I do have people telling me they've seen it or they know it or they recognize it. I'm also being recognized by the industry. So that's kind of cool uh, because I wasn't doing a lot of that public facing stuff before. Um, so I think going forward, I'm just going to put myself out there more and just in the business I'm in. Maybe I'll keep, maybe I'll resurrect the consulting thing. I don't know, but you know, I just, we just did a skeleton transplant on the our operations by putting HubSpot in and getting rid of Salesforce. So, and I'm hoping we can use that to make things go a little better and to be in touch with the customers we have without having to do a whole lot of outbound advertising and PPC ads and all that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, try to cultivate what we already have in the can as far as instead of attracting all kinds of new business that may or may not stick around. 
because there's it's easier to keep a customer and to make more money off one customer than go get new ones. Yeah, they Amen. say. But anyway. It's well, and and I would agree with that. I would. Yeah. I mean, the growth that's happened in my company, my day nine to five, the growth has become is internal. It's everybody that we already have as a customer has yeah. grown 20, 30%. So I haven't, you know, you know, do I go out and sell? Do I still close stuff? Yes. But my current, uh, client load has grown yeah. as well. So that's well, I think that works for all of us here. I mean, every, everybody who has a customer, even if they're on their email list and they're not buying anything, they're still a customer. So yeah. once they have you, they have the no like, and trust, it's easier to approach them to do something with them money wise later, or even just to make them just to put more stuff out there, just to add, add more, more like, and uh, no lack and trust to it. I think, I guess. I have a big trip planned as well. Uh, other than the conference in September in England is that I'm hopping over to Amsterdam in over Easter, but I'm actually going to sandwich time in England before and after, because I can do a stopover on my points trip. And we're going to the European hockey league finals. And when I say we, we're doing a development group with some of my favorite members of my community. I'm super excited about this. This has been very much a project driven by them. They're like, are you gonna meet? Are you gonna meet the Discord kids? Yeah, I'm gonna and their the little Discord wooden kids. shoes and all that kind of stuff. That'll be fun. yes, <laughs> yes. I'll be meeting. I'll be meeting everybody. Actually, I mean, the majority of people going, I think, are going to be coming over from England anyway. But um, yeah, we're going to be hopping over there and then watching and doing educational activities and maybe a slight bit of imbibing and socializing uh, during the four days of the tournament and then coming back over. But I'm going to sandwich business. And actually the weekend before the EHL is the last weekend of matches, regular scheduled matches in the national league in England. So I'm going to, I'm going to go find a few of the people in my community. I'm going to go and watch them in person and be able to give them some encouragement and maybe a little bit of coaching while I'm there. So I'm really, really excited cool. about that. Yeah. That really like cool. I've, I, I mean, I've been, I haven't been able to see any of these people ever in real life. And so being able to hang out with them and the fact that it's not just that I'm like, I want to hang out with you guys. They're like, we want to hang out with you and we all want to do this together. And and this is very much their, their request, their, their project, their activity. And, and I'm just, I'm tag along. They're doing the planning. I'm just showing up. I just gave them my flights. I booked them yesterday or the day before. And I'm like, I'll be there. Let's go. Let's do some stuff. So it's going to be really, really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Meeting your internet friends in real life is fun. I, I had a good time when I met Doc and Katie and the, all those ECAM people. It, it was really at the podcast. Hi, Michelle, girl. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> We just all need to get on a slow boat to Thailand one day. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So catch 22 con. Let's talk more about that. What's happening. Are we going to nail this one down? We can. I mean, vid summit, I already bought a ticket to vid summit, but it's right in my backyard. So yeah. Hurry before that price increases. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's that the timer's been on zero for a couple of months now. So I think, yeah. I don't know. I feel like living dangerously. I feel like giving it to halfway through January and see what happens. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I got got on that for sure. That's I bought it like 30 (laughs) minutes before the timer ran out. It's 
and it still hasn't changed. She whiz. Anyway, out though. If it's at zero and it just stays there, is it has the time? I don't know. I don't know what the rules are. But yeah, that's Vid Summit in October. October, I think. So I'll be at that if anyone wants to come. You know, I'll stay at my house. Okay. Woohoo! Party Woo-hoo. riches. Check her at my mom's house. <laughs> I, I think I think this is going to be a big year for all of us. I think things are really going to change in terms of how things look. Because this past year has been recovery, right? And we've been, ah, uh, we're not really sure what, how are we going to get out of this whole panini thing? And how is it going to affect our businesses? And where are we going to get to? And I think we all feel a lot more confident about what pivots we've needed to make. Yeah. Or how we've just been able to reinvest in what we're currently doing. And now it's, all right, we can actually go outside and yeah. get on and a we plane. Have to, and we just have friend. to live with it. And this is part of life. And it's just the way it's going to happen. And it's, it's the way it is. And it's unfortunate, but that's there's nothing we can do about it. I can't even commit to that, to be honest, because I may well have uh, some... Uh, some global movements going on yeah. uh, of my own that I don't know when it's going to all pan out or what's going to happen with that. So I can't really commit to anything like that at this stage. So just uh, a, no, a I'm not st- committing to any conferences or anything like that as well. Just a side note. Are you still thinking about moving to the UK or not? Uh, potentially, but it's nothing is nailed down for, for okay. that yet. So there's a lot of, a uh, lot of moving parts there. So if, yeah, <laughs> that's the reason okay. I'm not committing to any conferences or anything. I'd love yeah, to get so. out to some, I'd love to obviously, primary one would be our meetup, but even just some of the other ones, I'd love to get to some of those. Sure. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, just not nailing anything down yet. And you're not allowed to move until I've been able to come visit you there. Cause I've always yeah, wanted cool, to cool. go to Thailand. And I just, uh-huh. I think it would be so much fun to be able to see it with you guys and with your family uh-huh. and just, I, I think that would be great. So I'm it, sorry, it, but you're just not going to be able okay. to move until I say so. <laughs> in in my bullet. YouTube weirdness in my, in my playlists, um, all of a sudden, I start seeing a lot of like what it costs to live in Thailand videos, uh-huh. and these you know these guys going through these absolutely gorgeous um, apartment towers, and it's like, yes, look, this two bedroom, one bath is twelve hundred a month, and you're like, what? Mm-hmm. You know? So yeah, it's I I showed my wife one, and she looked at me and was like, we're not moving to Thailand. I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah. Tell you what, bowl of crickets sounds great. Just just pick the legs off first, otherwise they get stuck in your teeth. Uh, January is going to be my birthday, and I just want you to all uh, <laughs> worship me for changing it to another year and not dying. I think that's the important part, is that I have not died for a whole other year. I've tried. <laughs> you did try. So, summary then, plan for 2023 is to reach 2024. Right, exactly. And that's, you know, when you, when you get to a certain point in your life, you're like, hey, look, another year. Now, granted, you know, I will be on, on New Year's Day or New Year's Eve. Uh, I'll probably be in bed by 10. That's how we roll. Yes, that's how we roll. So, yes, be thankful that you made it another year. And work on li- living another year past that. Everything else is gravy. Thanks for hopping into our Creators Pod. If you enjoyed it, we'd love if you would subscribe and leave a review wherever you get your podcasts and tell a friend about it. Check out the video version on our YouTube channel, Creators Pod, 
The Creators Pod is produced by C22 Media, Dina Taylor, Keely Dunn, Michelle Lawrence, Rich Graham, Rob Voles, and me, Alec Johnson. Thanks for listening. I am going to punch somebody in the throat, I swear. Stop.